Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome to Is This Real Life? A Bravo podcast that relates our favorite shows to our own lives and the world around us. I'm your host, Mandy Slutsker. Let's get to it. Hi, everyone. I hope your week was maybe better than last. I don't even know what to say these days. But um, hopefully you were able to find some solace in, uh, in watching Bravo because we had some pretty good shows this week. And, you know, it's what I do to get my mind off off things and give myself a bit of a break. And so I hope you were able to do that as well. And not that I believe there is any sign of the current conflict in Israel and Gaza ending. But, you know, stranger things have happened. We saw the Summer House ladies all together sitting for dinner, and Lindsay Hubbard posted it. Her and Paige were next to each other. I mean, unlikely things, miracles can happen. That's all I'm saying. Um, I really, really enjoyed this week's Salt Lake City. I can't get over the dynamic between Monica and her mother. It is so complicated. There's so much there to have her go on a show and then her mom sort of try and steal her spotlight is very fascinating to watch. And I guess there's all this drama happening on social media after the episode where Monica said that she left the party early because she fell down Angie's stairs when she went downstairs to get her kids. She said there was no railing on the stairs and she had all these bruises and had to go to the hospital. And that's why she left early. But I don't understand then why her mom wouldn't come with to like, I don't know. I'm there's a lot of I have a lot of questions. I feel like I haven't gotten a lot of answers. You know, we'll see what happens, but I think it's safe to say that in the current moment, um, Angie and Monica are not friends. Um, what I find interesting, though, is in the episode, Monica says that when she's sitting on the couch at Angie's Easter party and not partaking in the dancing, and she looks like she's sort of in the corner pouting, she says that was after the fall. Sometimes I'm like, oh, bravo, could you just show us a little bit more? Could you cut one like one thing so we could see like the full story that happened? Because what it looks like is that Monica threw a tantrum and then is sitting in the corner pouting rather than Monica threw a tantrum and then fell down the stairs and then is in the corner pouting. I don't know. It seems as though Monica reverts to a childlike version of herself when she's around her mother. And 
I know there's people who are like, wow, you know, her mom made her act that way or brings it out in her. I, I just firmly believe that Monica needs to learn how to control herself and how to control her anger around her mom. It's, I don't know. She's she's old enough to eventually, hopefully, figure that out. But, you know, she's also a housewife. So we are getting some of the drama. Um, another episode that had a lot of drama and extreme emotion was this week's Southern Charm. I don't think I was prepared for what we were going to see. I mean, there were so many ranges of emotions and loss and potential loss and life changes. You know, it starts out part of it with um, Shep's dog, Little Craig, having breathing problems and nearly dying. Um, since this episode and since filming wrapped, Craig, Little Craig has had some surgery to help his breathing issues and is doing much better. But I mean, my heart was racing. Like, I can't believe they even let cameras into the vet. Wow. And then we got to see a very, what I thought was a beautiful, heartwarming scene where Michael, the former butler of Patricia, is FaceTiming with Patricia and Whitney and giving lessons to them on how to make the perfect martini. And he seems to be doing so well in such great spirits. And he does remark that the day that that he's giving these lessons, it marks two years since his stroke. Um, And then when they hang up and Patricia goes to get like a Kleenex and like pat her eyes, I feel like that's the most actual like sad emotion we've seen from her. And it was very touching when someone who's so stoic and makes a joke out of everything is crying. I I don't know. It it, it gets to me. And I, I know how much they love Michael. Um, we also got to see Austin talk to his parents about how he hurts the women that he dates and he's not sure why. It seems as though there may be some link to the fact that his sister Kyle um, passed away tragically when he was young. They were at a state park and were on a hike and she fell off a cliff. I mean, it's absolutely horrific. And his parents talk about how their foundation and their marriage was so strong that they were able to overcome that, you know, not, not that you get over it, but they stayed together as a couple through the death of a child, which is not very as common as you would think. A lot of, you know, couples end up separating, divorcing after the death of a child because they handle grief differently. Um, It's very, very, very stressful on a family, on a marriage, Um, you know, and then, (laughs) What I found kind of funny was they were kind of when Austin was saying, oh, Olivia hates me. She doesn't want me to talk to her, all this stuff. They're kind of like, well, what'd you do? (laughs) So they know who their son is. Right. And when his mom was like, did you sleep with her? She's like, I didn't. He's like, I didn't sleep with her, but I we kissed. And then she goes to her husband. Do you want to open another bottle? (laughs) They were drinking wine. Oh, man. And we see Leva and Vanita out to lunch, and they're supposed to film with Taylor. And that's when they get a call that Olivia's brother has passed away. And it seems as though everyone drops everything that's going on and steps up to be there for Olivia. You know, we even see Craig making a casserole. Oh, my God. That did warm my heart. Sending flowers. Austin brought her some sort of gift bag and it was well received by her. Taylor is right at her side. Everyone's, you know, 
like around her. What I thought was really interesting was when Leva and Vanita were putting together, you know, something for her where she would come over to Vanita's house, they remarked that maybe Madison didn't even know that that Olivia's brother died. And I'm wondering if Madison is just, she's such good TV, but she's not actually really part of the circle of friends. I, I don't know. I thought that was so bizarre. Um, and then what also I thought was really irritating to me was when Taylor sort of insisted on coming to be there to comfort Olivia, even though the other women, specifically Love and Vanita, felt as though maybe she was kind of all over the place emotionally and maybe not, it's not the best person to be around Olivia to create sort of a safe space for her to land and to share what's going on and how she's feeling. But Taylor just insisted, you know, she's like, I think it's really important that Olivia have someone around her that like knows her parents. Okay, Leva points out she's known Olivia's family for so long. It's, I don't know, Taylor seems to center herself in everything. And this isn't about her. What I find extremely tragic is that four months after this, Taylor's brother Worthington dies and I mean to have this many people in a group of friends experience the loss of a sibling is shocking it is painful um and to have it be the the two people that Olivia is having trouble with where she really should be able to relate to them the most I think is also adds such a another layer of complexity so it'll be interesting to to watch this next, you know, how the season plays out. Olivia doesn't do a lot of interviews. She doesn't talk much. Um, her family has not listed a cause of death, uh, but she was on Sheena's podcast months ago, and she did say that she was sort of in a haze. She, like, didn't really, in a fog while she was filming the rest of the season. And as drama continued she would get irritated and think, how do you guys even think I care about this drama? My brother just died. And I have no idea how she did it, how she went through filming. Hopefully it gave her something to focus on, but I hope it didn't do more damage. You know, grieving is such a complex uh, process and it's so personal. And I just, I feel for her and, um, you know, I hope she's finding some sort of peace, at least going through this grieving process uh, without the cameras right now. So, yeah, it was a very, very emotional episode. I I teared up a bunch of times. It was very unexpected for Southern Charm. <laughs> anyway, I have such great guests this week. I've got Emily Oresco and Lauren Herbert, who are the hosts of the Access Hollywood show, Housewives Nightcap. They are so funny. They're always on the red carpet interviewing stars, celebrities, Bravo celebrities. They're just absolutely fantastic. You need to check out their show, which is also on YouTube, but also has become an audio podcast. So I put the link to the podcast in the show notes, and I think you guys will really enjoy. As always, if you enjoy the show, give it a five-star rating and leave a kind review. And if you have anything you want to share with me, feel free to reach out to me at Mandy Slutsker on Instagram. We'll take a quick break and then back with Emily and Lauren. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. I am here with Emily Orozco and Lauren Herbert, who are hosts of the Access Hollywood show Housewives Nightcap, which has recently also become a podcast. Congratulations. You guys just had your first podcast with Vicki Gunvalson. We did. We whooped it up. And thank you. Thank you for having us. We're so excited to be here. We thank love you your podcast. Aww. So now that we're in our own podcast space, we just hope to like have a good podcast like yours. <laughs> oh, no, you guys are professionals. So you will do amazing. And you've you know done digital work for so long. And that translates perfectly. I'm starting to wonder if I should start watching more podcasts that are on YouTube rather than only listening, because I usually listen in the car or in the kitchen. But if I'm in the kitchen and I could watch like while I'm cooking, you know. Are you on TikTok? No. (laughs) I'm too old. Yeah, honestly, TikTok's a dark space. No, but like TikTok is like where I honestly find all the podcasts that I love. I found them on TikTok because they post oh. they post the video of it and so it's like a really good place actually to find like podcasts like ours that are are really good so i don't know um i will say we did just interview phaedra and yeah. that for our upcoming episode and the amount of like expressions she had while we were talking where i'm like people yeah. can't see your faces right now but it was so shady and so that is the plus side of also having a video component right. We kept saying, like, okay, if you're not watching, you can't watch this. So just so you guys know, Phaedra's face looks wild right now. Oh, she's making, she's throwing shade. You know, you guys excited about her entering the married to medicine ladies group? Yes. We're so excited. Um, We haven't really seen, have we seen, have we seen anyone switch, like, go to a different show? Obviously, we've seen Housewives switch. You know, and we've right. seen like Summer House, but, Winter House, Southern Charm. Oh, stuff. Paige, Paige on Southern Charm. Paige on Southern yeah, Charm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Winter House, Summer House swapping. But okay. Not like a housewife to Southern Charm. We it's haven't not seen like a house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To oh, yeah. You know what? Yes. Um, it's coming up on Potomac, but Jason from Winter House is going to be on Potomac because he's dating Giselle. Oh, oh you know what? We have not talked about that, Lauren. I we have not. Like, yeah. I love a younger man dating an older woman. Not Same. that Giselle's like old, you know, no. but she's older than him. And yeah. I'm really living for it because there's this perception that women expire at a certain age, you know? So I like love seeing it. And Giselle is so gorgeous. They're gorgeous They're together. They're gorgeous together. I'm here for it. She needs a younger man. She is a cougar. Like, I love it. I'm here for She's it. She's so gorgeous. Oh, I'm going to, I'm excited to see them at BravoCon together and how they interact. Same. I know. I just realized. I didn't even think about it until now. People oh. were saying that it was like a fake relationship because sometimes she brings people on camera who it doesn't really seem like that's really what's going on. But I don't know. I feel like he's been seen around her a lot. And I feel like there's something I think there. they're legit having fun. Yeah. Yeah. 
Why not? Right? I he's am. hot. He's I was about so to say, hot. He is hot. She's yeah, hot. Yeah. If he called me, I'd pick up. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he's such like a quiet, kind of more shy guy romantically. So he's I think so he needs a woman like Giselle, who's like a little yes, bit more bring him out. Dominant. Wait, that's so interesting because this is after Ashley and Luke had a thing. So yes. there is something in Potomac and the yeah. winter house. Yeah, that that else. couple didn't make any sense to me. I didn't. I wasn't digging that. But I loved it, but that's just because I'm originally from really? Minnesota. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and well, I like Luke. I Minneapolis. like Ashley. Mm-hmm. Oh. I think Luke is great, but I just didn't think they made sense together. Right? I mean, I don't no. I don't know. Most of these couples don't make so much sense but you never know why people like each other nothing makes sense yeah yeah. (laughs) ashley actually lives not far from me she lives in arlington virginia and a number of my friends actually their kids are friends with her kids like they go to the same birthday parties but these are people who don't watch the housewives so it's been a really interesting. They're like, do you know someone named Ashley who's on TV, like this TV show? It's like, oh. And you're like, do I know? I could do tell I you ever. everything about Ashley. Yeah. Like, Take that photos. Is so funny. They're like, that's creepy, Mandy. <laughs> Speaking of TikTok, Mandy, you might want to just get a TikTok to follow Ashley because she drops it like it's hot. She, she does posts on Instagram, so I see her TikToks on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you so go. Mandy's like, I don't need to go there. I'm already seeing it. I don't need to go TikTok, there. I don't understand it. I tried a little bit during the pandemic to like watch it, and yeah. it was funny. People were very funny and creative, but it felt like sort of a time suck. Yeah, no, it is. Oh like, my nice god! Like, yeah. Three hours in, and you're like, "What the hell have yeah. I been watching?" Cooking video, <laughs> like my for you page is like cooking, housewives, cooking, and I'm like, "Oh wow!" Now it's eleven o'clock at night. I need to go sleep. Yeah, so. I'm a little nervous about that. Um, I am not nervous, however, for the new Roni Legacy Ultimate Girls Trip. They Ooh. launched a teaser. I guess it's not a trailer; it's a teaser. My question for you guys, they were having, it was like they were showing the scene of wherever they're on vacation, and then there was audio, which I believe was all from the original Roni, so like saying, anyone yeah. want a jelly bean? <laughs> like it being Kelly Ben Simone? Yeah. But, so do you think that was any yeah. new audio, or was that all old audio? When I first heard it, I thought it was old audio. because. They're going back to where Scary Island was, so I feel yes. like okay, yeah. So I feel like they were just They're really just hyping it. They're just yeah, the nostalgia of yeah. it all. Yeah, one yeah. I thought it was all old audio, but I am so excited for that. I do. Maybe you guys know. Like, are we just not getting the Morocco season? Like that was supposed to be before this, but now this is coming. I think. Yeah, and I. <laughs> no expert on this i think it's like legal at this point like they're doing got it yeah we're lawyer stuff all the yeah um, yeah yeah yeah. behind the scenes well that will be good whenever that comes out but i I am excited for the roni legacy i miss our girls i miss them i I loved the reboot and i know we'll talk about it but i miss them 
Well, we can get into the reboot. Um, I did have one quick question for you guys. Do you think that Kyle and Mauricio are faking their relationship for a storyline, which was something that came out in a tabloid this week, which I audibly laughed at? Okay. So I think this is very layered. I, no, I really do think this is very layered. I think this was a very real marriage at one point, obviously. And I think that they were very much in love at one point. And I think um, like most marriages, they run their course and very few last forever. Right. And I think, I think that this is, I think this marriage has probably been over for a long time. Both parties knowing that, perhaps not admitting it to each other until close to filming or, you know, I think I I think yes is my answer. I think they are film. I think they are pretending that the marriage is declining during the show when, in fact, it probably was already done. Like oh. a so you're saying that yes. Yes. Sorry yes. for that very long explanation. No, so that you're is saying what the we marriage. Need. Yeah, the marriage was over, has yes. been over, but they've yes. been waiting for the opportune, like the perfect yes. timing, and yes. that wrapped around Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. I do agree with that because I think yeah. the same thing. They had the kids. Their life was the kids. The life was the show. We haven't really seen a lot of Kyle and Mauricio like, really interact on such a like deep level, I feel like, in years, right? It's like always yeah. he's high doing something or like, Right? Like, I just, and I don't we've know. perhaps been hoodwinked yeah. and bamboozled Jada Pinkett, <laughs> Will Smith style. Okay, you guys. They've been separated for seven years. Yes. <laughs> Kyle has her own Beverly Hills mansion elsewhere. So I'm, you know, I'm just telling you. That's what Maybe I'm she saying. she moved in back with Sutton. Remember Sutton was yeah. renting her house? It's perhaps yes. she went back to Sutton's old rental. I mean, there's a lot of options. <laughs> We're just making She's rumors not up giving right now, up but... that house, guys. She's no. not giving well, up. Then that perhaps house. Mauricio has a couch at Dancing with the Stars. Or well, that is the thing. Look at <laughs> look know. at what this separation is both bringing them. Yes, it is bringing Kyle a storyline. She didn't have a storyline last season that didn't involve Kathy. Kathy's gone. We all loved Kathy. Now she's gone. So she had to give us something. And mm -hmm. then now you have Mauricio on Dancing with the Stars. There's no way he was going to be on Dancing with the Stars if it wasn't for these marriage rumors because now he's in the news. Mm -hmm. Boom. So. You don't think that his Netflix show has brought him that much notoriety? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't. That was such a shady I don't. Question. I did. That was a shady when you question. Said it, I was like, <laughs> I was like um, is, she, is Mandy? I don't even think just, I was able to get through a full episode. It, oh, I thought it was horrible. I don't think anyone was. Oh, wait, Highly I didn't executed, watch it. I but a good idea. It. Yeah, it was just a rip off of Selling Sunset. It just it yeah, it wasn't executed in that in the way that it probably should have been. Poor Mauricio, nice yeah. guy, I handsome. Don't know. You he is to, handsome, but it's like, yeah, you have to have like characters, right? And it's just like the actual people right. that seem to work there. Whereas I feel like Selling yes. Sunset, they curated people who work there. Cast. Who it was also, cast. It was cast. Yes. And so it worked mm -hmm. better. And hey, I watched all of the Selling right. Tampa, Selling the OC. I'll watch literally any one of those mm. with the mm. twin brothers yeah. that I think are actually just like. CGI doubles. Like I think there's just I one. was. Gonna, 
They're so okay, listen, LA. Andy, I have never, okay, I see Jason all the time, but I've never seen the other brother in person. Like, and I'm like, where is he? I see Jason. Like, Jason will go to like press. I did like real, I did the um, Selling Sensa OC junket. And it was Jason, but it was not the other brother. I'm not. So maybe there is only so one, and the other one is CGI'd. Double. It's for... like a parent trap. Wait, I've never thought about this, you guys, yeah. and you're on to something, Mandy. Because even think about that, Emily. Like, Jason only does, he's the only one that does press. The other one doesn't. Oh my God. Do you think They're the other one's just them. not properly media trained or is just bad at it what is the other one's name i can't brett. think of it jason and brett brett, brett. brett. Yes. and we met their mom which makes me like yes that was the only time where i was like oh maybe they really are twins but most of the time that i'm watching i'm wondering if yeah. it's just like a generated like, image. like a generated yeah well listen but with everything going on in ai it's certainly possible um i don't know you know, who knows? Maybe we've been hoodwinked and swim, swindled and bamboozled, you guys. That's another thing we've been bamboozled about. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. I don't know. Well, I think we definitely need to get into this week's Roni, which was the season finale. I know you guys love yes. old school Roni, but how did you feel about yeah. this Roni reboot? Right. Okay, so I have a lot of thoughts about this, and I was very hesitant going in because, like you just said, I love my Roni girls. That's what got me into the Housewives in the first place, and even when they had their lows, I was like, these girls are going to come back. Love the cast. The I think the reboot was great. I love Jenna Lyons. She's so cool. By the, you know, I hated Jessel at first, but now I love Jessel. I think there was a lot of character development that was great, but it just doesn't feel like Housewives to me. It feels like it's a different show. Not that I didn't enjoy it because I did, but I'm just, there's something missing and it just doesn't feel like I'm watching Housewives. Fans are saying that Jessel is carrying the show on her back and, um, Earlier in the season, I didn't agree, but I do agree the second half. She very much is. She's a breakout star. I don't think anyone saw it coming, including Bryn, who said that she's easily forgotten. Yeah. Um, Looks like Jessel is not easily forgotten in her Rolling Stones spread. Like, are we? She looks fire. And she looks hot. Louis Staples, who wrote that. I mean, I was just like, you've brought me so much joy this week during such a tough mm-hmm, time mm-hmm. to read yeah, that article and see those photos. I was so into I love Jessel. I did not start out with any sort of affinity towards her. I'm obsessed. Right. Same. And with her marriage, I love that marriage. I feel like that is such yeah. a strong too. marriage. And I hated how they were coming after her sex life so much. And it's like, no, she's freaking normal. Like, it's normal. And the marriage. I also think at one point she did admit, she did say there's a lot of emotional stuff with it, too. Like, yes. she's very honest about it. Like, it's very she, she wasn't saying, like, yeah, there was stuff. And she was being honest. And anyone that's listening that is going to deny that you haven't had a drought with your partner, like, that's, you're lying. You're lying. Especially after having two twins and a very, like, she had a very difficult time getting pregnant. I'm sure there's a lot of trauma there. Like, we have to, people just don't always get it. They see it to surface. And then you have, like, Uba, who, didn't she say, like, she kind of said something about a partner in, like, Connecticut, but, like, didn't say any, right? Well, yeah. so you, like, allude to Uba someone. 
yeah. accidentally let Sai know that she had a partner because Sai was scrolling through her pictures on her phone mm, and right. one of the pictures ended up being the guy. No, she never said where she with this guy lived or anything. But she did say separately in a different episode that she's always going to Connecticut. And so I think Bryn put two and two together. And then at this finale, because it was probably boring, she was like, okay, I'm just going to throw, you know, a a bomb out. And it was, oh, Uba has this boyfriend in Connecticut. (laughs) Right. Mm. And here's the thing, like with a housewife, I'm not. I don't need you to tell me everything about your life. Like, I don't need everything. But if you have a partner, you should be, you should have to talk about that, right? So the way it was a little odd. Yeah. The way I took it is that it was a very new thing, right? And that she started on the show. Yeah, that's true. And started dating this guy. And like, Mm -hmm. she's not sure where it's going to go or whether or not it makes sense to bring him on, you know? So that's different. I feel like what, felt worse to me was Jenna Lyons being in a very serious relationship at the beginning of the show right. and then not sharing that because that feels different than someone who's just starting to date someone. No, I just feel like, true. don't you guys feel like if you ever went on these shows, like I, you, we have learned from watching these people, like you cannot, per, you cannot put boundaries in place with what you're sharing. You're either going to share your life or you're not. And I, I agree with you, the Uba thing. I think it was probably new. And she kind of said, I'm going to share when I'm ready. But I do want to say that I did actually see the guy that she's with at Ooh. the Roni. Yeah, at the premiere party. Really? She brought him. And wow. he's a very handsome, tall man. He looks successful. And they were holding hands all night. This was um this was at the premiere. So maybe a, a couple, couple months, months ago. ago. Yeah. And she seemed really happy. She really did. She looked great. And like, as a viewer, I think at that point I had seen episode one or two and I was like surprised. I was like, oh, she got a boyfriend since filming, but perhaps he already existed. Anyway, she looked great. They looked great wow. together. He looks hot. He's hot. He's confirmed. hot. Wow. We love, I mean, she's hot. She's, so I like mean, he, that's great. Probably one of the most beautiful women ever to be on television. I know. I mean, she is just stunning. <laughs> I'm laughing. Were you, was that the same premiere party that Jessel was throwing up at? <laughs> Okay. Yes. Yes. Which when, I think we all know that was not the case. That wait, was a made up story. No, really? I thought she still got sick. Oh, wait, no, she, she didn't. I asked poisoning. her about it. You, Lauren, was you weren't, remember I did, I had, we had Jessel on, but you had another interview at that time. So it was just uh, me. She no. completely, no, she was not sick. Um, she doesn't. <laughs> How did that story? <laughs> it was a weird story. Our boss, but our boss got sick. Remember, yeah, like our my boss, boss did get food food poisoning at that. She did get food poisoning. Yeah, at that so party. we were like, I thought, oh, Jessel got the same food po- poisoning my boss did, but no, that's no, so weird. Wait, yeah, well, your I'm boss not gonna call got it the source, but at the party, yes, yeah. she got usually, but I ate the same thing she did. That it was something that you ate a couple hours before, because usually it doesn't happen mm. in that. So I did like a She's deep dive wrong. in the Lisa Vanderpump um, <laughs> lawsuits that they had over food poisoning while they were at the restaurant. And there's no way that you can consume something and 30 minutes later be sick from it. Like in, in the same way. Yeah, it's very rare for like food poisoning. Oh, for like bacterial food poisoning. Wow, so it's usually like a couple hours. Yeah. 
<laughs> bamboozled once again. Bamboozled and swindled <laughs> once again, third time in only 20 minutes. I'm such a dork. It I was happens. talking to the ladies of the Bravo docket and they were going through all the the lawsuit that Lisa Vanderpump was under. Yeah. And I was like, so this woman who claims she had to be hospitalized, I'm like, if she was hospitalized, there would be a record of whatever she tested positive for. Right. And that would be entered mm. into, and she had no positive tests that she had entered as part mm. of the lawsuit. So I'm like, come on here. So come she on. was full of it. Yeah. Uh, mo That's money, mo problems. That's why I like being <laughs> broke, you guys. <laughs> um, I don't know about that, Emily. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Here's the question. So Cy and Bryn go to Central Park to pick out a tree in honor of Bryn's grandmother, who has recently passed. Do you feel like Bryn throughout the season has sort of been playing, quote unquote, both sides by trying to befriend Cy and Aaron, but also make it seem like she's on Jessel and Uba's team ish? Yeah. I think that's actually very well said and accurate. I didn't quite think about about it that way, but I think you're right. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. She's been playing both sides. And um, Bryn kind of... So I don't love Bryn. And I have... Yeah, I don't love Bryn. I have my reason. So let me tell you my reason. You guys let me know what you think. So my thing with Bryn is she's kind of one of those women that has... Acts like nothing's everything's like no big deal, you know? And it's like, including, I don't know, like she just, and that's why she plays both sides. Right. So, and that's why she also, I think gets like all a lot of attention from men because like guys like that, like no investment kind of girl, like, you know, like come over or not. I have another, you know, but yeah. I don't think it's yeah. real. I think it's a defense mechanism. It is. Well, yeah, it's totally a defense meca- mechanism. Cause you know, we saw, only a couple of times where she really opened up this season about her family past. Um, which is horrible. Which it is made me to- really sad. Totally horrible. But I do agree where I think she is. I mean, that's just like her personality. But, but I, I think, think it's that's a part why of not being was- authentic. Like, and I think yeah. that's probably, probably is because of her trauma in her, in her childhood. And it is sad, you know? I'm but like, s- I agree. Yeah, Emily. I'm still confused about her. It's self-protection, conf- right? Like, if you don't wear your heart on your sleeve, you can't get hurt. I agree. And I she feel does. like true. some of it is her, right? Like, she must be a very sexual and funny person. But she takes it too far to the point where it's like, this is actually uncomfortable for everyone around you. And... I thought particularly that it was uncomfortable when she was going showing interest in Jenna because it's clearly that she's not interested in dating Jenna and she doesn't. That was so women. Honestly, I was kind of surprised that she didn't hear from the lesbians because (laughs) it's like a little bit of that like like, baiting thing. Copyright. (laughs) It's a little bit of that like. Because it's a little bit of, like, baiting thing, you know, like, a straight woman in a gay bar being like, I love a gay bar. Because, like, I love to, what? Like, what are you alluding to? But, like, I don't know. Yeah, I Maybe I'm going in too much on I think she needs to show the other sides of herself a little bit more. Like, the side that plays chess and is into books. And let's hear her have those conversations. That's what I'm hoping for in a season two. I'd like to see more of her apartment, too. And I also that. I'd like to see more of, like, what she does every day. Like, I know she's had to tell everyone that she's not, like, a sugar baby. But I would still like to know more 
about her career in her apartment. I love looking mm. at apartments. Apparently, she does PR, and she was behind the PR firm that did the ExxonMobil spill, the oil spill in 2010. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is like, okay, so she you did were, come what, out with the receipts. when that happened? Like, that can't Which, be... Which, like, how can you be that high in, like, a PR... You're not. ...leadership impact? Yeah, you're you, not. There's no way. I know. She came with the receipts, which I get because, I mean, if people were thinking I was, like, something I wasn't, I would also do that. I don't know. I'm just, like, that is – she makes me not think it's housewives. I think that's also another thing. Like, her being on it, it's like, ugh, this it rem- is not my housewife. It reminds me more of, like, Ladies of London a bit. So yes. like, Ladies of New York or something Very like accurate. that than a, yes. than a housewife. It's like lo- – yes. Oh, my gosh. That is such – I have not heard that yet, and that is a really good analysis. I agree with you. It doesn't feel like a housewife show. They're not mm-hmm. – I don't want to yeah. say, like, old enough, but I, I, there needs to be, like, a core anchor character that is at least 50, like, for me Agreed. on any show. And we need – I agree. That has like the wisdom, but loves to tell you all the wisdom, and none of the younger girls. That could have been it. Jenna. That could have been Jenna if she wanted. She's not I just interested. Don't think be. She's she's not, not interested. I, I don't agree. think she'll be back. I don't I think really so either. Don't think she'll be back. Or she's playing no. the game with Bravo, and she's and she's like acting like she's not going to because her costs went up, and that's possible. She's a very smart businesswoman. She is. So she is, I don't know if she, I want her back. She seems kind of embarrassed by the oh, show. Oh, really? So I agree. I yeah, agree. Learn, like, she seems kind of embarrassed <laughs> by the show. And it's like, okay, you can't you can't be like that if you're gonna be on the show. You have to be all in, right? Mm. For me. Yeah. And, like and she's lean not. into it. Like she just wants to sell her eyelashes, which I get. I mean, come on, get your money, girl. But give us something more. Or just don't come. I mean, she's not going to BravoCon, so. Yeah, she's not going to BravoCon, which is a bummer. I don't know. I agree with you, Mandy. Not going? I think. I mean, I'm sure there's a few. Okay. No, there's a few. few. Um, Not, I mean, well, Bethany's not going, but. No. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Like, Jill Zarin isn't going. You know, like, older, like, the non, you know, the OGs that sometimes do show up are not, are not going. Um, Dorinda's going. Oh, I um. Speaking of beep beep, backing it up to the to the Roni teaser. I did interview Dorinda at a car at a red carpet at God's Love We Deliver this week, and Dorinda oh, yeah, did that. tell me a little bit of tea. Tell us what um, did she say? She said, "I said who stirred up the most stuff," and she said, "Me." She was like, "Me," and then she was like, "Kristen got remember Kristen Teichman." Oh. Like, is that yes, right? the, of, yeah, yeah, like yeah. she got in there Nail and I was like fame. yeah she was kind of like the yeah I was like she was kind of the wild card she's like yeah yeah and then I was like what about Ramona like did she get her room and she was like <laughs> um wait what did she say about Ramona she said Ramona was Ramona so yeah. Ramona is Ramona yeah so I don't know we'll see I'm excited that? for that me too sorry to throw us off track there no, and there was actually a uh, meeting this week between Bryn, was, uh, yeah. Dorinda, and Luann. So Bryn was at the same event, and so was Got Lou. It. So they were all okay. there. Okay. Yeah. I just didn't get to interview them all because there were 
which some would say real celebrities. No, they <laughs> are real celebrities. I'm just saying, I'm not saying I said that. I'm saying what like the show. people in the non-Bravo world would say like Scarlett Johansson and David Foster were like mm, celebrities. More you know what I mean? Com- as comparison into Lou. But obviously Lou, Dorinda, and Bryn are, are celebrities. Do you so think- I had to interview the others. I had to prioritize the A-listers, sadly. I mean, Bravo there. is A-list, Emily. But do we ever see a world in which like maybe – just maybe we throw in some OGs and that's maybe next season. Like we throw in Dorinda. We'll throw in Luann. I mean, I don't know. I could now that I see them mingling out in the real world. Yeah. Like, well, because they know how to be housewives. Right. Yeah. I feel they like the only three that would work, though, would be Dorinda, Luann and Sonia. I don't think Leah McSweeney would work with this group. I no, really don't. I'm over her. And yeah. I, no, I don't Ebony. think Ramona or Ebony, like Ebony did not want to be a housewife. She wanted, she was just like Jenna Lyons. She wanted to go on and do something specific. She had a priority. Not, she had her priorities, yeah. which if you go on just for one particular reason, it doesn't usually end up being like, if you don't know enough about what it means to be a mm-hmm. housewife and you don't really kind of fit the the mold you end up not liking Mm. it and it comes across like we can tell that you're uncomfortable right right we know we don't want to watch you be uncomfortable it's that's exactly for the viewer that's how i felt about i I get it just didn't seem in her element but when she's talking about law or you know social justice like in her element so she just didn't seem in her element i want to see her where she shines she'd be so good on like the view you know, yes. now, like she's like that's like yes. her that's like that her is, platform. She would be really good. Um, I think she's guest host a couple of times. She has a couple before, times. She was like really she good. She's yeah. great. I, I I really think she's great. Um, and she's and, a great person too. We've met her a couple of times. Really yeah, sweet girl. I've met her a couple she's of times. She's not a housewife. Exactly. exactly. Same with Jenna. It seems like she's really lovely. Although Uba seems to be kind of taking the mask down during the reunion when she says that Jenna, you act like a victim on TV, but in real life, you're just this boss baller. So I've heard, and I'm not going to get into the nitty gritty of it. You're not revealing your source. I'm not revealing my sources, but I've heard that Jenna is wild, like in the business world, especially like during her time. Yeah, yeah, especially during her time at J. Crew. I have a I can't reveal my sources. You I, don't I'm get that kind of marble much. in your apartment without being without. a killer at work. Okay. She she yeah. probably was rough. But like different completely different Jenna than yeah. what we're kind of seeing. Which we are seeing a cold like sometimes she is cold, but like real cold. But yeah. Yeah. Do you think she's mm-hmm. acting? I think she's being very careful. Yeah, I think even she's though calculated is the word I like to use. Great. That's a great word. <laughs> calculated. Sort of I think she's being calculated. How I feel about Kathy Hilton. Oh, I okay. love. Ka- I you love Kathy. Know this. I find her we so love funny. Our Miss Kathy. Lo- find her hilarious. I don't know. I, I don't know that Kathy has it in her. I don't. Okay, so that's what I was going to say. I don't about know. If he's like her daughter. Kyle's way more oh. calculated. Kyle's wildly calculated. Yes. Kyle's wildly calculated. I think Kathy, Kathy's just Kathy. Like, I don't know. 
I will never, like, I went to her house one time, and um, I'll never forget just the way that she was acting is the exact same way she she was on the show. And then we saw her at BravoCon, and it was, like, the same way. Remember, she, like, held her hands at some point during that interview? Like, it was so weird. I just don't think she's calculated. I think she's just, like... In a different world than what yeah. we are. Yeah. Like there's a bubble that, and I we're not that. in that bubble. I buy that. I just feel like there's a small part of her personality that is very mean and we just don't see that. And she's very calculated about keeping that quiet. Oh, I could see her being mean. Yeah. Yeah. I think when things don't go her way. Yeah. All hell breaks loose. <laughs> just like 100%. the whole Aspen, uh, like the Aspen thing that we allegedly, allegedly happened, allegedly didn't happen. Yeah, whatever. Obviously, things something happened, and yeah, I think when things don't go her way, Kathy she's, is she's Kathy. not fun. Um, back to Roni. Just I kind of one final thing. So how it all ended with. The at the birthday party for Bryn and you know Sai the, the airing of grievances and Sai telling Jessel that she has all these white lies and then you know Aaron dressing as a parrot and then Bryn shouting that she hears Uba's dating a man in Connecticut and everyone just kind of leaves a little bit I don't know like it it seemed unsettled like they were I got abrupt the it felt abrupt it but did. I think they did it on purpose. Okay. Yeah. Do you think that Sai and Bryn just haven't spoken since the filming of the reunion or filming of the um of the finale? Yeah, I bet you they went their separate ways and then Really? The oh, I don't think that. Okay, I but think about that. it. They didn't do any press together. Mm-hmm. They didn't do any press. Like if you think about it, like Sai, it was like Sai, Jenna, and Uba that were doing press together. And, and then it was like Aaron, Bryn. Aaron. And oh, Jessel, and then sometimes just, but it was like grouped off. So I do think that some of the women did not talk to each other, and then we'll get a good. Which honestly, that's what we want. We don't want conversations in the middle between filming and the reunion. Like I want right. my reunion to right. be fresh. Right. Um, who, who do you guys for you is your least like? Who are you not sigh. into? I wrote. Sigh. I wrote. <laughs> Same. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't mean. say it fast enough. She's mean as hell. She's when she was really like, mean. she said, oh, I'm just, um, what did she call herself? I wrote it down. Oh, I'm not a mean girl. I'm just abrasive and straightforward. Abrasive? No. Abrasive is mean. No. Is mean. Abrasive is, it is. mean. Yeah, yeah. She's mean. No, there's something she's really rubbing me wrong right now. And I also think, don't you guys, this bothers me so much. Like, so, okay, so Sai shared her story, right? So other people like to respond. Like, if Lauren tells me something that happened to her, I might say, oh, my God, that actually happened to me, too. And I don't think that makes you trying to compare. I actually think people are often trying to relate. 100%. So, like, when Sai shared her story and other people started sharing theirs, such as Jessel, I don't think Jessel was trying to poo-poo hers or compare or try to get on her level. I honestly think that's just the way, especially as women, we, like, try to connect. Do you know what I mean? And I don't like this notion, and I've heard other people say this, like, don't you hate when people say, like, oh, but this happened to me once. No, because if you broke your arm and you're telling me about when you broke your arm, I might mention when I broke my arm. Like, why is that so bad? Is that making sense? That makes I, sense. I think so. And it depends also how you say it. Apparently, Sutton is someone who does that, but then kind of takes all the oxygen in the room to tell her part of the story, which seems yes. to run yes. in the wrong way. But I think that the audience doesn't see it that way. They see her as trying to awkwardly relate. 
I feel like Jessel is doing the exact same. She is so so awkward. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Maybe it's awkward. Maybe it's coming off awkward. I just think Sai, she has this story and it's it's like kind of all we know about her. Right. Wrong. I mean, apparently her husband she met when she was bartending at his bar. Yeah. And that she got pregnant and he had to divorce his wife. Why don't we know yeah. about that why story? Why don't we know about that? Why like, isn't why she wasn't sure that? that? Yeah. And or she's walking around telling true, everybody else to be real. Tell us the real story, you know? I hope they bring that up at the reunion, but maybe they don't. Next season. We'll bring I, it up I'm excited about Bravo for next Con. season. I think they're like, things, by the way. Oh, yeah. BravoCon. Yeah. Wait, I have one more thing about Sai. Okay. So she was also at God's Love We Deliver. Oh. And um, I don't know, Mandy, have you ever been to a red carpet event? Um, just the White House Correspondents' Before. Dinner. Which is like, I'm sorry, okay, the well, biggest red like, carpet of the no, but world. Yeah. <laughs> she goes just the White House Correspondents' Dinner. And I dinner. ended up walking the red um, carpet by accident because I went in the wrong entrance. And I just, I just like owned it. I just like, I was amazing. like, good for you. My Got friends your like pictures. straight forward. And I was like, oh no, I'm getting, I'm getting photos. They have no idea okay. who I am. <laughs> so you, okay. So, you, so have that's you seen the only like, thing, so usually when, okay. I mean, so usually, that's amazing. Same. reporters are there trying to interview you right um nice. and publicists will be like oh he's not talking <laughs> you know um so size publicist came up to me and was like she's not doing interviews tonight and i was like who cares i was like that's a little presumptuous like see this is what i miss like dorinda walks right up to me gives me a hug like no publicist because she knows scarlett johansson is standing next to her and she's not trying to be on scarlett johansson's level but i felt sigh with that like it rubbed me so wrong why did she even have a publicist with her when david foster walked in all by himself okay like the biggest music producer walked over did interviews no publicist with him but like Sai has a publicist but Sai is a publicist and she's telling me she's not doing interviews no that I rubs like me it. the wrong way oh it was God. very like she should be wanting to do interviews and be really nice and friendly and like funny you know that's a housewife lou was there lou says hi to me like the the og girls get it yeah. they do they do i think Sai's got a little bit of an ego well, Maybe she's not. Ha- she has no. It's big. I mean, yeah. what? She's the influencer. She had. Oh please! Oh, I, I just. I didn't know who so she was. Old when I said that. That's what I'm saying. I didn't know who she was. I don't know. Okay, most let's just say, this. but yeah. Sai is an influencer. Jenna Lyons is influential, responsible Whoa. for what millions of women were wearing between like nineteen. Maybe 2010, 2000 to 2010, which was responsible for like most of our fashion at J. Like we were all buying J. Crew at that time. A lot of us were. That I was, was a mic drop moment, Emily. I was. Oh, I still yeah, I love was. J. Crew. He, like we forget how J. Crew was dominating at that time. And I've wow. noticed that <sighs> I've disliked J. Crew the last I don't know how many years. Like I feel like it's kind of gone down, and in terms of like fit and style, and. Oh, without of, Jenna, yeah. it took a huge. Exactly. It never recovered without her. It never recovered. It's just about getting a little bit better as of now. But it took a big dip. Oh my just gosh! Just Should saying. we end with talking about Salt Lake City? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh! I feel like this oh season God. is so good. It's so funny. We were talking about 
Mary Pink Shade earlier. And yes, Mary Payne. We were, yeah, Mary Payne on Pink Shade. And we were talking about like Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. And I was like, I don't know. I'm not really feeling this season. And she looked at me and was like, Mm-mm, you got to rewatch because you're missing something. So I did. I did rewatch, and yes, it is a very good season. Yeah, I don't. I think it's a great season. It's a great I'm season. really liking Monica. Like she's stirring the pot. She's in there. The new girl. Um, what do you guys think of this Angie husband thing going on? Uh, it's just like such an old, I, stupid rumor. I like. Who it's cares? Also so mean. It's so mean. It's also, who cares? Who cares? He's so funny when he went to like hug Heather and she's like, oh my God, you look amazing. Like, who dresses you? And he's like, my gay boyfriend. (laughs) Oh my God. That was really good. That was really good. And having um, Mary back is like kind of wild. She's wild. I loved it, but I really hated her watch what happens live appearance she was it so nasty good. at that appearance so the, what so i mean. take away from her is that she is very entertaining because it's yeah wild to have someone be that abrupt and mean but also just like wacky like no one knows what she's gonna say next even z-way couldn't handle it andy wasn't sure but on Isn't the show funny? and in general like the things that we've heard about her church she just seems like someone who's very mean and belittles people and makes them feel awful and doesn't seem to think that there's anything wrong with treating people that way. And when her own son doesn't even open up to her about getting married and then she cried and said, I don't want you ever to feel like you can't tell me something. I'm like, Mary, this says more about you than it does about your son. <laughs> Right? Like, that he didn't feel comfortable telling her? I don't know. Like, he was married for a year, right? (laughs) Wasn't it a year? So this is what she said, is that they went to the courthouse, but you get a, like, to get the marriage license, you have to, I guess, send some stuff back through the mail. And she said he maybe hasn't done that. So it's kind of like what happened with Tom and Katie on Vanderpump Rules, where they had a wedding. not official. Where it's, like, maybe not official. Not legal, if it, legal, not legally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mean? Legally binding. Yeah. Anyways, I mean, I the whole thing was weird. Honestly, the whole, the whole thing was weird. Her, her saying to him, like, you know, are you married? And his, like, I don't know. Like, I would literally be like, get, get up, <laughs> sit up. First of all, oh, to the you're sun. talking to your mother, <laughs> and if you're married right now. We've got a problem. Like, the, it was way too casual. It's way too casual. It's so almost it's like, like it's yeah, their point maybe. that Mary doesn't care and she just is saying this in front of the like, honestly, your only child got married without you knowing and you're only discussing it a year later. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, does she is she even in her child's life? No, and because like, remember, okay. she got in trouble for harboring like a fugitive or like a underage person. Do you remember that? And like, I think it was like the girlfriend of her son that was like under 18 at the time and like wasn't home and was like missing. And then they, I think they had like pressed charges and that they let her got dropped. But she seems to have no idea who is living in that house. What is happening? Like anything. She doesn't know what's going on. 
Which is, how is that possible? Like, honestly, how that's, is that possible? That's why it's so watchable, because none of us understand. I know. It's She's wacky. She's a wackadoo. Like, I don't think she's going to be back next season. I oh, don't know. No, I don't think she I will. Don't think I think really she came off her. really unlikable. Yeah. I think she came off really unlikable. I want on watch what happens. Um, and for you to say even Z-Way couldn't handle it, I kind of felt the same way. I was like, I feel like Z- even Z-Way is like thrown by this behavior because it's too confusing. Because well, the it whole wasn't... and the Heather comment, yeah. I hate it. Oh, that was awful. That was so. But OK, I have a question for you guys. Why isn't Mary being called out by like fans being like, you are body shaming Heather and it's not OK? I think. People did. I've seen I it. I do think, think people did. I didn't yeah, see I've enough seen. outcry on behalf of Heather. I did. Well, not – I didn't see a lot, but I did see a couple of well, accounts. Heather – That was so uncool. Did it, and like, Heather so posted. Classy. Yeah. 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 So um, – She posted, and she's classy. What's I wrong wonder, with being a size 12 or 14 or 16? Wrong. I got like, nothing. I don't and like that. It, and Heather looked really good in it. I've seen her wear clothes before. Where I'm like, I was going to say, she looks the best. so good. She looks so good in no, it. No, but she looks great. Yeah. Heather's been picked since she joined Salt Lake for her appearance. And I'm not for it. I think Heather's beautiful. And I think she dresses great. And like since the beginning, people pick on her appearance it's not okay i don't like it she's like so cool and badass look at that house that she like bought you know like good for her yeah we love heather we haven't heard from heather in a while like i know on the show but emily like i feel like she hasn't she's not really doing press she's not doing press which i I don't know why why. and they said that in the beginning so i'm not sure what the dealio interesting do you think it has to do with how the season ends where she's saying we were told some information and so maybe they're worried that she will blow the cover of like what's what's happening because one of the things i love about salt lake is that there's not leaks it's one of my favorite things about the franchise no one's leaking shit to podcasters reporters anyone and so we don't know what's coming up next so every time we tune in we truly don't know what's next which I want Beverly Hills to go back to. I want like us to get back there where we're not constantly knowing all of the drama. Like Jersey is the worst. They they literally Jersey's something happens and they call up whoever they, can't they know. Shut up. That's Jersey. Like, it's it's the worst. But then we already like, know about Danielle and Jennifer. Exactly. We already know. It's and, yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. They're the worst. They can't keep it. It's in. fun to watch when you don't know what's coming, and you're like, whoa. I can't believe she threw You're that not class, wrong about you know? that. Like, that so true. So I wonder if they're worried that she might accidentally say something. Say something. Because that's right. the big blow up. I mean, that trailer, I had chills when I watched that. It was in the mid-season so. trailer I like Whitney was kind of talks sometimes. Whitney does. I, it's funny. I know I can say this, but she, I interviewed Whitney and she said something and then the publicist looked at me and I looked at the publicist and we're like, yeah, you can't. You can't you use can't it. say that. Yeah. Ugh, yeah. Damn it. We're. Well. Oh my gosh. Um, can we talk about the Greek Easter party? So it reminded me a little bit of my big fat Greek wedding when they were all shouting like Christos Aneste because I didn't realize that meant just Christ has risen. Like that's yeah, in I Greek, had yeah. no idea what they were shouting when I saw the I movie no like idea 20 either. years ago. <laughs> um, okay, what was Angie's speech? Like she wasn't making any She's like sense. comparing herself to Jesus, was it? Jesus. Right. Because, yeah, that was really, really because weird. Because there was a rumor about her husband being gay. <laughs> 
god. <laughs> Sorry. It's just too funny. It's I find it too funny. Do we um, think she's kind of leaning into the rumor a little too much? So what like, I, I feel took like she- away, and I think I said this last week, which is when she had that scene on the bed sitting with her husband and telling him, and he actually yeah. starts crying. I think she was thinking, oh, no, I don't actually want you to get upset. This is really good for me and me on the show. (laughs) Like, that's what I took from her facial expressions. And he's, like, thinking about the real-life consequences, which is having to tell the the daughter and, you know, like, just how hurtful it is that people are saying things about you. And, you know, and she just seemed, like, unbothered, like, Finally, now I can get the upper hand. And now I, can, I have a storyline. Storyline, I can take down Meredith. I can take down Monica. You know, everyone will be on my side. <laughs> right. Yeah, what do you guys think of Monica's mom? There's something wrong there. <sighs> There's something. There's something like, wrong. And yeah. I can't quite put my finger on it. Do so you know who she reminds me of? Stassi's mom. Oh. <gasps> yeah, yeah, she yeah, does. Yeah. She's like a helicopter mom, but like worse. Than like, that. wait, are, is it that they're like a little jealous of their daughters? Yes, yeah. And I think Stassi's mom, like Stassi, has said that her and her mom are in a better place now since she became a mom, and she like understands. I think yeah. Stassi was a very difficult child <laughs> to raise. Oh like, my god, yeah. And I also think Monica yeah. was probably pretty difficult. So I can see that what the Monica's issue is. I feel like she's still difficult. I, I mean, just, honestly. <laughs> I can't get over that one scene. I don't remember how many seasons ago on Vanderpump Rules where Stasi's mom told her, be more like Kristen or something. Like, I love Kristen. Like, something like that. And I felt like this is mm. what Linda, I think that's her name, Monica's mom, was doing like I don't know and she was kind of like leaning in too much to the role of like mom of on Housewives and wanting to date Mm. Angie's dad and like flirt with him and wanted to be peacemaker Mm. and I think it just made Monica really angry and then when she's around her mom she becomes a child yeah she reverts yeah I think that's probably accurate that's very accurate yeah, oh it does remind me of Stassi's mom. I forgot about her. Um, I don't know. The whole thing. The whole – and how, like – Well, the whole the family whole, dynamic all Yeah, together. leaving the Mormon church, but also still, like, she said she – she said she's still waiting till marriage, marriage. to have sex. Is that Wait, right? What? Oh, the mom. Who? Monica's mom oh, yeah. said this. <laughs> oh, my God. My grandpa. <laughs> so she's like, Monica. Like that. No. I'm, I'm not kidding. My grandpa – got remarried so he's you know deceased but um when my grandmother died he started dating pretty soon thereafter and he got engaged Mm -hmm. within like four months and it was basically because he's like well i'm an old-fashioned kind of guy and she's an old-fashioned kind of girl oh my god and i just will never forget my mom being like oh my god dad like you can have sex like (laughs) that's really crazy what is your what's your background I'm Jewish, and so sex isn't even, like, I've never was raised thinking it was a problem. No one ever told me I had to wait till marriage. Right. The only conversation my parents ever had was, like, you need to... um, Don't get pregnant at 18. (laughs) No, it wasn't even that, because they knew I kind of wouldn't. um, But they were kind of like, you you need to do this when you feel confident and when you feel comfortable. And I think my my mom even said, if you can't be naked around someone... 
like with the lights on. Mm-hmm. That's good advice. You probably shouldn't be having sex with them. I think she said that. And then once I told her when I lost my virginity, she, <laughs> I like called her to tell her right after. And she was just like, so now that we're. Wait, you're so You called cute. her right yeah, after? I was like, Wait, that's amazing. Well, she also thought I had lost it like two years earlier. So that was really awkward between us for like. Oh. <laughs> she was like, wait now <laughs> such an awkward and I oh my god and I um and she said okay well now that we're both adults you don't have to tell me everything <laughs> oh my god like, that is so we'll never get funny. over like being like such a mama's girl that I like called her because I was like I thought you'd be so proud that I waited until you know I was in love and she was like oh god <laughs> Oh my god, that is a great that story. Is, yeah, I definitely did not. I mean, I'm yeah, really close to my mom, but I, I don't think I it don't was think awkward. She was not that. comfortable with the conversation. Um, She's like, "Why are you telling me?" <laughs> and then my mom unfortunately um, got sick, and she has uh, passed away. And my dad, um, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, thank you. Um, about three years mm-hmm. after she died, or two years after, started dating again. And he's now remarried. Wow. And we had to have the sex conversation. And that was probably one of the funniest conversations I've ever had in my entire life. Like, he felt for some reason that he had to tell me that he was having sex because somehow mm. he told my brother and he didn't think it was fair for my brother to know and me not know. And, like, what? how he phrased it was so what? weird. What? He was, like, driving oh me to the airport. And it was, like, 10 minutes before I was going to be dropped off at the airport. We had spent an entire week together. He could have told me any of point course. in that week. And then he's like, I just need to tell you something. I've been seeing someone and I want you to know. Uh, oh, and I'm in a physical relationship with a woman. Oh, physical. Sorry. Physical. Oh. And then I like stared at the ground and I go, okay, well, if you wanted to be in a physical relationship with a man, uh, that would be okay too. And he started laughing. He yeah. goes, I guess now would be the time to try. <laughs> Oh, my God. I mean, why not? Right. So he was like, I shouldn't share all of his business people. He's been on the podcast before, (laughs) but he was sleeping with this woman (sighs) when he met the love, the next love of his life, which um, and so he told her, oh, I've been sleeping with this woman. (gasps) Oh my god! He reminds me of Gary on the Golden Bachelor. He literally is, yeah, except Russian and Jewish. (laughs) My mom was like American, and he was yeah. It was very sweet, and he got married in 2020 in the backyard. And um, my stepmom is incredible. She's been on the podcast. She still calls it a blog, (laughs) of course, as one does. She's just like Wait, the ladies so on Golden cute. Bachelor. Like she's adorable, amazing, fantastic, kind. I'm like, loving that show. Yeah, it's so good. Anyway, sorry, I was taking everyone off track with oh, my. Family. No, it's <laughs> honestly <laughs> Emily and I get off track all the time. Yeah, all the time. So, and that's the best parts because I'm so glad I now know that because that was funny. It's a great story. <laughs> it's like, telling, like all these awkward conversations. And then I told my brother, I was like, oh my God, dad told me he's like having sex with someone. And, and my brother's response was, the sex was supposed to be our thing. Like, <laughs> Oh my God. It was supposed to be a father son moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. He got jelly. Yeah. That is so funny. So, and then I like talked to him about, I was like, well, are you using protection? Because you know that the highest rates of STIs are people over is, 65. And- 
Yes, he, it is. He like Wait, stared I didn't at me, know that. and I yes. was like, "No, really, Dad." Like, don't get chlamydia. No, because oh like God. all the nursing homes, they <laughs> yes. just get busy in the nursing homes. Oh my God, it's so sad. I mean, no, as it not sad as they should. They should. Like, no, but like imagine go going fun. your whole life without getting an STD and then getting and one then at you get it seventy at like or eighty. Nothing wrong with STDs, by the way, if anyone listening. Especially the ones that are, like, treated by antibiotics. Totally human. (laughs) And it's totally okay. And No judgment. Nothing wrong with that. No shame. No shame. Just like how my dad. We are totally fine with that. (laughs) How my dad had no shame telling me he was just, like, casually having sex with someone. Um, (laughs) Just, like, hilarious. Um, He's going to kill me. No, he... (laughs) Hopefully he doesn't find out God about this conversation. Um, okay. God bless him. Any kind of final thoughts on, on Salt Lake City? Sorry. It's like, I don't even know how to bring this Final back. thoughts on Salt Lake City. Um, it's fab. It's fabulous this season. It was in its flop era last season, and it com- came back strong. And we don't need Jen Shaw. We do not need And we Jen don't need Shaw. Jen Shaw at all. I'm not to no one's surprise. You know what? I'm super interested in this Jack Barlow going on a mission storyline oh my god i find it so interesting that he is like a very different kind of mormon than his mom i don't really understand how she gets away being the kind of mormon that she is but that's the whole she loves diet coke well she loves she's a tequila company no tequila company why isn't she getting excommunicated so it makes no sense a bunch of listeners wrote to me and explained that there are churches that you go to every week where you do like bible study and you have church service and there's like community events and then there's Mm -hmm. the temple but not everyone who's in lds gets to go to the temple you have to be like the top of the lds you have to be like super you have to wear all the garments do all the things and not everyone meets that i guess and so she seems to be Mm -hmm. like perfectly fine being in the regular church but she also doesn't follow most of the guidance so do other people judge her? I don't really understand that. So, but I just find that whole thing really interesting. So that's been my favorite part thus far, mm. trying to figure out kind of the disconnect between her and her son and then Heather's view on it. It's just like very interesting yeah. to me. Well, tell that. everyone where they can listen to your podcast, watch your show, find you on social media, all the things. I love it. So um, you can follow Housewives Nightcap wherever you listen to podcasts. Listen, subscribe, review. We like to hear from you guys. And you can follow me on Instagram at Emily Orozco TV. And you can follow me at Lauren Herbert. Our next podcast airs airs every Thursday. So every Every Thursday there will be a new episode. We have Lala and Sheena coming up. (gasps) Then we have Erica Jane. Yes, we have yes. a lot of stuff. And then obviously, if you guys are at BravoCon, please like say, say hello. hello at some point because we want to meet people and we want to meet more of the podcasters. Yes. So oh, we're ready to I'll whoop it up at BravoCon. Yes, I will yes. tell all the podcasters to go your way. Amazing. Yes. We love that. And love, love, to love. see you in person in a few weeks. Yes, I can't wait to meet in person. Where it's going to be so much fun. I need to figure out my outfits. I have so much to do before BravoCon. <laughs> I know. I just got two deliveries. <laughs> Same. Ooh. I got like so many deliveries. In addition to the shoes, I got a t-shirt from Etsy that has Dorit's drink order on it. 
stop. Stop. That's so good. <laughs> Amazing. Carcass like, out. Carcass out. It's like short glass, like Belvedere sort of short glass, like lemons, like squeezed carcass out. It's it's hilarious. Iconic. All right. so good. <laughs> Iconic. Talk to you guys soon. 